Well, hello there. It's Elaine popping up to give you a big spoiler warning. It turns out that when we start talking about A Quiet Place Part 2, we like to jump straight into A Quiet Place from 2018. Big, big spoilers. So if you haven't seen the first film, A Quiet Place from 2018, please do not go any further. We will spoil the heck out of that film right from the start. Date night. It's date night. Day? Yeah, it's date day, isn't it? Do you want to tell everyone the time? It's 20 past 10. In the morning? Yes. Not at night? (laughs) Not at night. And we're going to go to the pictures. Because we've both got a day off work. And we've got childcare. So we're going to go see A Quiet Place Part 2. Can you remember anything about Part 1? This is the question. Jim from The Office died. Spoiler alert for Part 1 of... Quiet place. Right, if you're listening to a podcast for part two, before seeing part one, right, you don't deserve a spoiler warning. I might put a warning at the beginning of this now. I I, I do not stand by that editorial decision. (laughs) So yeah, big death at the end. Emily Blunt's in it. Yes. I mean, I remember more the experience of watching it for me. Mm. Because I was in town, uh, I was just about to start a new job, so I went and handed in some paperwork there. And then I went to the... In Newcastle, the Cineworld, it's got these little, like, smaller screens with, like, maybe 40, 50 seats in. And where, kind of, they show art house films, borderline art house anyway, and films that have been out a while. And it had been out a while, but I went to see it in there, and I was the only person in the screening. Which is the only time that's happened, and it's the perfect film for it. I was about to say, that is the film. You just don't want anyone else around. No yeah. one making a noise. It is so silent, isn't it? That's yeah. my my remembrance of it, is it was just so, so quiet. Was there a score? There must have been something. I or maybe just production don't... sounds. I, I can't remember. Mm. I mean, there might have been sort of a... It sounds a bit grandiose to say overture, but... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like at the beginning and the at the end and yeah. whatever but largely it was a very very silent film mm. was this this must have been 2018 it came out yeah I can't it was remember. I can't yeah because i was just starting to jerk my job there oh well, that makes sense uh yeah before we got married mm. if you remember that yeah yeah i do yeah. very well um and this was this film was obviously due to come out last year yes and something got in the way which something, i'm not yeah. really sure what it would be but and given this is almost like a Po- I'm going to say post-apocalyptic, but we know that's it's, it's aliens, isn't it? Um, or is it? I'd say, I still can't remember. But yeah, the, there are creatures involved in Quiet Place. Given that it's about society breaking down and people trying to find, in inverted commas, a new normal through this use of you know the um, silence, yes. not being able to make a sound, it's quite an interesting time for it to to be coming out i'm not convinced it needed a sequel so i'm interested to see whether this fulfills the promise of the first film and actually brings something more to it i mean you can say that about a lot of things it didn't need a sequel yeah Um, i I know i can but this one in particular i thought it ended beautifully i'm not the big plot point in the first one was that there was a baby um emily blunt and thingy from the office had a baby John Krasinski had a baby and I'm not sure whether I'm going to find this difficult given our our, you know difficult circumstances that we've we've had in our our personal journey without sounding too weird to for there to be a baby in peril or a baby in I've seen like 
pictures of like a baby in a box and being kept in a, and I'm not sure whether I'm going to find that quite hard to be honest with you so I'm a little bit nervous about going to see this I'm currently watching The Walking Dead season 9 which does contain a baby in a box yes um, yeah. while they're trying to keep it away from the, the whisperers so yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm used to that yeah. so, but yeah just, just close your eyes <laughs> don't try bring your headphones if yeah, you yeah. I mean, you won't miss anything if no, you do. No, you have a podcast on while you're watching <laughs> it, and uh, you might miss some of the atmosphere. But yeah, don't know what what's going to happen with it. Don't know what the plot point will be, apart from the fact that they've now got this baby to to keep quiet. One thing that I've just just come to mind: what was that film that came out? I think about six months after it. That was clearly they were both doing the it at the same time. The one on Netflix was that the one Sandra where Bullock, Sandra Bullock, but she you wasn't allowed to see it. it. Yeah, I did. Bird Box? Birds, yeah, Bird yeah, Box, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch that. Oh, I did. Did you? It was all right. It, that was it. It was all <laughs> right. That yeah, that, that's the I was official for something else, Honeymoon but... Period podcast. It was one of them things, it was a good half hour, and then it just kind of... Didn't it go viral or something? You know, it was one of those first films on Netflix to for people to say, oh, you've got to watch this, and it was like number... You know, when they before they didn't used to do what's the top trending things on Netflix, but yeah. it was the first time. Someone said, this has... Re-. Didn't they release the figures or something like that? They claimed that? that it was the biggest watched film on yeah. Netflix. that's it. Which I think... to. For it to be classed as a watch, you'll need to see like 15 seconds of it. Mm-hmm. So if people turn up after five minutes or even a minute, then so what? But yeah. Bit of a disc for Netflix there? Well, no, but that, that's how they count their numbers. Like it's not necessarily representative of what people have actually been watching at that point. But yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see who turns up to this showing at the actual pictures. We've got our tickets already because we're proper nerds. And we've uh, we've booked the seats that we want. Yes. And we're gonna we're gonna go have a Nando's beforehand. <laughs> it's very exciting. Healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. A bit of spicy rice. It'll be fine. I might pinch a couple of your chips. Yeah. And then yeah. So daytime screening. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was either, either out today. It might have been out yesterday. Or like previews yesterday. But yeah. I think we're uh, I think we're ready for it. Ready for it. First time going to the cinema together since Tenet. Well, that worked out well. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Cool, let's go.
Flaming hell. That was a film. Wasn't it just? Did you do the same thing as me? We were we were like slightly apart in the chairs, so I couldn't quite see what you were doing. But did you spend most of your time with your hand over your mouth, like over the top of your mask, or just generally clenching your fists together? Because I found myself like having to unclench my hands. No, not at all. Oh, okay, just me then. <laughs> yeah, just you. I don't think I can cope with like children in peril. I'm really struggling with that at the moment. <laughs> I think that's kind of natural. Yeah. I think like whenever you see children in peril, even before we had children, yeah, it was oh, quite... Yeah. Yeah. But like the baby in the box really got to me and I'm pleased that they didn't I suppose it that was the high I'm not going to spoilers yet, but that's not the main you know, it that wasn't the thing. I thought it would be the main thing of like baby in the box, baby it's in the box. It's never necessarily in peril. I don't think oh yes, no, I think it was in peril a few times. Okay, right. Okay. Are you wanting to say spoilers? Is that no, 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 no. Before we go into spoilers, because uh-huh. um, 'cause we've just literally got back, we've not s- Said our feelings about the film to each other. No, we've just said how warm it is in the car. And isn't it nice to be out during the day? And And then (laughs) I had to race home because Amazon arrived. So, So, what are your thoughts on it? Spoiler-free thoughts. Spoiler-free thoughts. Um, I would say that I feel the same way about the film coming out of the cinema, which was lovely to do, as I did with the first film. I thought it was absolutely on a par with the first film. In fact... And this could be seen as a criticism. It hits some of the same beats as the first film, particularly as you get towards the end. I really enjoyed, in inverted commas, the film. I probably wouldn't watch it again for a while just because of all that kids in peril and lots of bereavement. There's a lot of bereavement and trauma and tragedy, as you get with these films. So I could probably do without that at the moment. But yeah, I, I think I... When I watched A Quiet Place, because it's not been retrofitted to be A Quiet Place Part 1, has it yet? No, no, no. no. It's coming. Yeah. I thought it was a four-star film. I don't know why I didn't give it the full five, but that's kind of like my my feeling on it. And I would do exactly the same for this. Thanks for asking. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I stopped. I looked at you. I don't have to say, and what do you think, Mark? You just tell me what you... Go on, you just follow on. Um, I am pretty much the same as you. I think it is... As soon as I was back in the film, I was back in that world. Um, I think there is a pre-title sequence, which is a very different mood, and I think that serves to bring you into the storyline perfectly. Um, As soon as the... I don't know whether the actual titles ever actually hit, but as soon as we're back that, yeah. in the the modern day of the storyline, yeah. um, it doesn't say it do, doesn't take a genius to say it uses sound perfectly. There's no exposition in this film. It relies upon you paying attention. It relies upon you seeing things that people are doing. It, there is never anything that goes, oh, he's setting the timer here for this reason. Or, yep, that towel's there for that reason. And these come out to these come to play later in the film. Uh, yeah, totally. Four, four and a half stars. Unfortunately, the first film came out at a time where this was something brand new. And it was, it, it was something completely different. Obviously, this is very much... Like I said, following the same mm. path. So it doesn't have that going for it. But having said that, I think that the this is a tighter film. 
um, there is absolutely no fat that you could trim off this and I think it just goes along perfectly and I mean I don't know what the runtime is it must be close to 90 minutes um, I thought you said it was um, two hours it was two hours but it was two hours including with, all the with including trailers and, and adverts there were, there were quite a few yeah 97 minutes okay mm. oh, that's good yeah, before I go into spoilers, can yeah. we just talk about the oh, trailers? Do you want to talk about the tra- I was about to say, yeah. do you want to do trailers? Because oh, I had so much fun. So, I think we had five trailers. Oh, did we? There yeah, were, I thought there were quite a few. So, what what did we have? The first one. I know one. Was the the Hitman's Bodyguard the sequel? Hitman's wife's wife's bodyguard. bodyguard, which I quite enjoyed. I don't know whether I was on a high from like going to Nando's and then being at the the pictures. But I really like the, you know, the big Ryan Reynolds, Salma Hayek, yeah, all of Did you see the Hitman's Bodyguard? No, no, no. Did, this is a film that I remember seeing being out of the cinema going, Hmm. nah, and moving on. Samuel L. Jackson. I have no idea how that got a sequel. No. I don't think it necessarily did very well at the cinema, but must have done something. Anyway. Get the, get those three together. You'll have a, you know, great time. Is it Salma Hayek? Yeah. Oh, it must be. Well, no, because I get her mixed up with Penelope Cruz. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's Salma Hayek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Salma Hayek hires Ryan Reynolds, who's I mean, on a sabbatical from editing. Bodyguard. Yeah. Really, really quick editing. So so next are two films that have been out in the US already, and I've heard a lot of reviews of and podcasts of, but I've been waiting for. First one being Freaky. Yes. Now, yes, I had heard of it, but I had not remembered it. But it's a Freaky Friday spin-off by Blumhouse. Yes. With um, your man, what's his name, Vince? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. And Catherine Newton. Uh, who is? So she's the daughter in um, Big Little Lies. Oh, I remember that. We watched that. We really enjoyed that. And I yes. don't recall her from that. Whose daughter is she? Is she um, Reese Witherspoon's daughter? So whoever no, no no she's not so whoever Adam Scott is with she's the daughter well, that's, that's Reese Witherspoon yeah isn't then it? that's yeah oh, is that that, her? Oh, I didn't think yeah. it was her okay didn't recognise her um and she's also in Detective Pikachu good and she's in the last season and a bit of Hold and Catch Fire okay right um but I think she's. She's really, really. She's um, really good in that, she's in really that good, trailer. She's got, yeah. she got really good charisma on yeah. screen. I really warm to her play, straight away. It's, it's, a, it's a body swap thing, yeah. which is given away straight away. So it's not spoiling anything. But you've, if you're going to play Vince Vaughn, you're yes. going to have to be quite a strong character. Yeah, and have a lot of charisma carrying yeah. you. But yeah, I'm really excited to see this. Mm. Uh, that's coming I out soon. I don't know whether the trailer looked half decent. I wasn't blown away by it. It was very quippy. It was a little bit. It felt a bit buffy at times. It felt a bit almost Stranger Things. It actually reminded me a little bit of the faculty, just in the style of okay. it, because it's school. And but yeah. that's me thinking about like nineteen ninety eight as per usual. Yeah, I'm interested to see it. I'm not entirely sure it's going to be a showstopper, but I'm happy to be uh, disproved. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, that seemed to me to be a Liam Neeson type of film where well, it's Bob Odenkirk playing yeah. Liam Neeson, playing yeah. Brian, whatever his oh, name is. Oh, I, I used to be really bad, and I used to be in with all these gangs and everything. I was, I was like a hitman, and now I'm, I have a quiet life with my family. But now it's a bit John Wick as well, actually. Well, it reminds me of this is a film. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. Have you seen A History of Violence? 
I have a long time ago and I don't really remember it. Okay, so it's Viggo Mortensen yeah. playing a man with his, mm. like a cafe owner, I think he is. But Who's the director in that? It's a really well-known director, isn't it? Um, It's Cronenberg. That's it, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. Okay. I'm, she said. I'm, I'm not actually sure. She said, she said going, that sounds right. Let's look it up. Um, and then we have the Black Widow trailer that I've seen a million times. Uh, a million times. I'm so yeah. excited for that. Oh, but... I, I, I was thinking of you when we were watching it and I was like, you know, you really, really want to see that. I'm only there for War David. <laughs> I think I'm we've going, gone over this before. I'm going we? for David Harbour and that's the, that's the end of that. I hope um, he better be in it more than a few times. And I'm going for Florence Pugh. I need to get my Who definitely David does seem to be in it quite a lot. Yeah, she is. Yeah, well, we all know what's going to happen there, don't we? Um, And then Fast and 9. And then my favourite trailer of them all that had me rolling in the aisles. I live my life at a mile an hour or what, whatever. Like, a mile an hour? I don't think that's quite A mile at a time. Oh, he's just so good, Vin Diesel. Like, he's so good, he's bad. Um, Also bad, he's good? Possibly both. And it's the same thing. It's all about family. It's all about family. With John Cena. Playing Vin Diesel's brother, which I didn't (laughs) know up until seeing that. Hey, little brother. I mean, mean, they're both quite big men, but they're facially and just everything else about them. They're very different. I don't see John Cena being Vin Diesel's brother <laughs> at all. But it's all. great. But, but it's great. I'm willing to accept it I am willing for the purpose to, yeah, of this film. I am willing to accept everything. I feel, though, Mark, that I've seen the entire film. That's my only thing about these trailers. It's like, leave something for when we get there. Leave the great big action scenes, the car on a rope, the truck flipping over. You know, just... Give us something. Even like the big reveal at the end of like a character reveal that we all knew was coming because it was it was released beforehand. But save it for the film. I don't need to actually see it before I get into the film. Because I might forget. You know, I might forget about the person coming back. Yeah. But I love it. I'm very much up for going to see it. Really? Oh yeah, I love the this. Have franchise. you seen them all? Yeah, yeah. Well, apart from Tokyo Drift. I've never seen Tokyo Drift okay. either. Oh, we might have to do a Tokyo Drift date Which is the Drift one that, ironically enough, introduces Han. And I really, I love the concept. I know it's sort of moved away from it now, but the whole idea of, of you know, it's point break with it's cars. It's point break with cars, Brilliant. yeah. Thank you very much. I'll take that. I like the way that the women are integrated into the, um, it's been integrated into the franchise. I mean, it's still like two blokes fighting in the middle of it, but you've got Charlize Theron being a big bad as well. I think it's mad because... The, the whole plot, you know, like the plot lines have just rolled in on themselves and nothing makes any sense. But you can go in and watch like Fast 9 or whatever they're going to call it. You can go in and watch it and just take it as it comes and forget about everything that's gone before. And all you need to know is Dom was there, he's protecting his family and now this is the person who we're going to protect the family from. And he's got a child called Brian. Got a child called Brian. Of course he does. The only child to ever be named Brian <laughs> in the past <laughs> 20 years, I'm pretty sure. But... Really sorry, anyone called Brian. No, it's a fine name. It's it is a fine name. name. I just can't imagine a baby called Brian. B- baby Brian? <laughs> baby Brian. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Yeah. I think I've seen That's a film about that. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get on to spoilers? Let's go, let's go back to the actual film that we were there to see. Mm. Okay, spoilers from this point on. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. You have been warned. We're going to spoil 
this film. Can I do an experiment with you? Oh no, what? Because mm? this is something which I am always in the position of, but you're normally not. Can you name any of the characters in this? Yes. Um, the boy is called Marcus. The dad is called Lee. That's the only one I knew. Don't Lee. know the mum's name. The daughter is called Regan. And was Killian Murphy called like Abbott or Emmett? How? Where did you get these names from? Are they it's ever be- mentioned? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the beginning, they talk about like you know the the beginning of the film, which you spoke about in the non-spoiler section, which is essentially a flashback yes. to day one when the aliens come. Yeah, the, it's all integrated into into that. Um, so like. John Krasinski is talking to Emmett, or he's like, hey, Emmett, you know, and you get all of that. And also when they go back into the cavernous, what is that thing that they climb into? Like an old safe or something like that? Well, I think it's... Or is it a shelter type thing? Oh, so it's a furnace that they actually climb oh, into. right, I didn't realise that was what it was. It says furnace on the oh, thing okay. in, <laughs> in big I letters. I get the names, but I yeah. don't know what actual <laughs> equipment is. Yeah. So, yeah, when they go in there, she said, Emily Blunt says look at me, look at me, and she says his name over and over again. So that's how I got his his name. Yeah. None of them. And Marcus, she screams, Marcus, when um he's passed out because he's got nowhere. Okay. Don't know what the baby's called, thankfully, because we didn't spend too much time with the baby, which I was very happy about. Um, baby's fine. Everyone's, everyone's all right. No baby one's dead. is... You, well, apart from Jumon Honsu. Oh, Bo. Lovely. Baby Bo. Baby Bo. Lovely. Um, Any anything else you want to test me on? Oh no no no! Sorry, I think Bo is the dog. No, there isn't a dog. Shame. Although there was one at the beginning. Oh no! Sorry. The the reason I'm getting confused is so there's a picture of the person that plays Bo, mm-hmm. and he's old now. Yes, but it will this be. was filmed three years ago. So yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> Bo's that... now you know an old child yeah Bo's now graduating college <laughs> um yeah sorry he's that, fine that and makes, he can breathe perfectly fine that makes a lot of sense and he now. can cry to his heart's content on the special island yes there we go right yeah so the ending yeah they just ended this didn't they yeah and i like that i didn't want to see emily blunt on a boat heading towards the magical island or all of them living together, you know, Killian Murphy's moved in and he's now the stepdad. And he, I just, I don't need to see. And, oh, he's a loner in his own shack looking out into the sea with a picture of his dead son. Don't need to see any of that. I'm quite happy to know that they found a way of defeating the monsters and our imagination can take us from there. Can I talk about a personal note? Yes, you can. About how much my life has changed since 2018 when I saw the first one. Yes. I, because I I'd completely forgotten that the daughter in this is hard of hearing mm-hmm. and has a hearing device, yeah. which I think was made by John Krasinski in the first one. In the one. first one, yeah, yeah, I that's, that's that a big well. plot point. She only has one, and you would typically have bilateral hearing yes. aids. We know, we know too much about hearing aids. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I had no involvement with um, BSL. Obviously, we've learnt BSL a little yeah. bit since then. Um, they obviously ASL in this, yeah. but um, British and American Sign Language for people. Yeah, um, 
and the feedback that you get when you take out yeah. a, it's right on the yeah, nose and so and and it's so loud and you think well, we've got in our house we've got hearing aids that are very very small because mm. they're for, for our um for our son so you can imagine they're really really tiny to fit behind the ears but the noise when you get any level of feedback from it, you can hear it across the house you know that it's out yeah um and you, even when you you take it off like you take it off in the car so you didn't eat them you know you can really really that it goes he laughs yes. <laughs> he laughs because it's just so piercing mm. um so yeah so you we know full well just how sort of painful to our ears the feedback can, can be um in they're not even full whack the hearing aids that we've got at home do you think that we are part alien uh no i don't no. think we are no i haven't got that many teeth yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But it's really interesting that at that point where they zoom in on the alien sort of uh, what I would... It looks like cochlear, yes. um, the inside of the ear, and it's pulsating, as you would see, within, within the ear and the eardrum, and really honing in on that idea that they have such good hearing mm. that a sound like that would be piercingly debilitating to them. Yeah. So it's it's clever. I think the acting in this is so, so good. Millie Simmons, who is a deaf actress herself, mm. um, I think we're now seeing people with disabilities playing people with disabilities on screen, whereas a few years ago you would always have seen people... Yeah. Uh, if you have definitely have a hearing actress playing this part. Yeah, it's, I think that's right. I think it's so good to see, see the representation on screen for mm. a start. Um but, it was great for me because I was trying to pick up because obviously there's a difference between BSL and ASL yeah. and trying to like try not to look at the subtitles and work out what was going on and see if I could interpret the sign language as we would do typically. We, yeah, I was doing the yeah. same as well. Um, she's so good at this. And she's brilliant. The way that she's she acts brilliant. when she... The way that she acts and the way that the... Um, John Krasinski, who was the director of this... Mm. Uh, represents that when she doesn't have a hearing aid with just a complete silence mm. and it's... Oh, the heartbeat you can hear yeah. the heartbeat um but apart from that and really really well well uh, well behaved screening because it could go either way yeah. i mean there was one point where i had a coffee and <laughs> the final sips of it like the plastic lid like came in on itself oh i heard it it went straight straight through yeah you know what i didn't even think about the audience all the way through so they must have been someone got up to go to the loo and i remember thinking oh poor you having to because you you, she was creeping down the stairs Uh, but i didn't even see her come come back in so i was obviously really engrossed in the film i saw that a couple of times Mm -hmm. but yeah um yeah um, I think Killian Murphy is a great oh, addition I mean, to the cast. You, you would never get a poor performance from Killian Murphy. I don't think I've ever seen anything with Killian Murphy where I kind of think, oh, that's average. He's someone who's so traumatised. And it's the same with Noah Jupe, or Jupe, I think his, um, his surname is. He, You can tap his character, Marcus, the young lad, you can see the fear in him. And you can see he's probably had anxiety before because we've in the flashback can see that he's really struggling to hit the ball and she's going just breathe just calm down she's clearly got an anxious personality yeah but this has you know this is gonna really really hit you in the face isn't it but Killian Murphy you can end it physically as well so he starts off just really quiet you know the cap down the thing around his face you know, he's got his, his mask on and 
as the film progresses, the, the hair goes off his face, the, his beard almost looks more trimmed and you get to see more and more of him facially and more and more of his body and it's, it's like you can see the weight physically coming off it because he's found purpose in his life. Yeah. And the move from, and I, I found it really honest, that he would say, you've got to go, I can't be in charge of... And I can't be responsible for someone else because they're just going to die. Because know? all the way through, I'm thinking, it must be so much easier if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's a baby. Mm-hmm. That is oh, yeah, you well, can't that's control. ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What? I, I, let's not talk about the other option that yeah, they had. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I know, but it just. Oh, no, I, was, I mean, it was great that there was, um, like, the box and the. Um, the oxygen and everything but then to make that a plot point of like the oxygen going down it was just it was too much for me thanks very much and also yeah i love the fact that no one ever says to you oh look the oxygen's going down yeah that's yeah, what i'm yeah. talking about with the yeah and that you said for the timer yeah because i didn't know what the timer was for i thought oh maybe that's the time when they go away but clearly that's the time the where oxygen. you've got to get out yeah. yeah and the towel and and you knew it was coming as soon as mm. i saw the timer as soon as i saw the towel i knew peril peril oxygen low peril but what i loved was how it all came together in that central point where she's out getting her medicine Killian Murphy and Regan are off on their travels, which I thought was a beautiful addition to this film, this idea yeah. of them finding their purpose of, of um, working together, of him having to learn how to communicate with her, um, her thinking that he'd abandoned her, but actually he was there all the time, you know, mm. going to follow her plan. And then the young lad and the baby being trapped in the... Um, the furnace. Yeah. All of that coming together because I was thinking, oh no, it's just too much. It's too much. But I like the fact that there was a positive resolution to all of those things. They need a regulator on the oxygen. Yeah. Thing. That, that's <laughs> yeah. all I was thinking about. Yeah. That you need probably 0.1. Uh... <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> yeah. We've had lots of um, experience with those uh, oxygen tanks at home yes. and on a baby, funnily yeah. enough. Um, so, yeah, that's probably why it's, it's so triggering for me because it's just reminding me of all of those things. We had home oxygen. We had, mm. you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I thought the acting was just superb. And sometimes with children, like kid actors, you can see it, can't you? And you kind of go, mm, but I didn't feel like that at all. I really felt, particularly Marcus, um, Noah Dupe, I really felt his fear the whole time. Well, he's had a really good year because mm. he was in, do you, I mean, uh, he was in a TV show that you watched and I didn't. Yeah. In The Undoing. Yeah, he didn't have quite so much to do in, in that, in terms of being fearful. Okay, it was in Ford <laughs> and Ferrari as well. Didn't see that. Um, it was in Holmes and Watson, apparently. Oh, poor him. Was that that was that the thing that was filming when yeah. we were in London? Yeah. yeah, around the Tower of London. Oh dear, I've still. I think it was like it. a one-star film or something, or let yeah, on Empire or something like that. Yeah, I think you're quite right that everything ties together so well. Like, as soon as you see Killian Murphy say to the daughter again, you're gonna have to Reagan. Reagan um, at the baseball game, how do you say die? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh I love that. this is going to be, that I was like, just tick. Like, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. I thought too. it was showing his, I thought it might be trying to suggest at the beginning, although I know this didn't follow through, but almost like suggest his ignorance in that he hadn't really tried or that he couldn't quite get it. You know, how do you do that? You know, people who go, oh, how do you say that? How do you say that? You know, that, that can be quite annoying sometimes. But I love the fact that they didn't make him out to be someone that was ignorant, that he needed to learn how to communicate. 
but also that he utilised that sign later on. I was punching the air when that happened, particularly these horrible people from, uh, you know, the extras from The Walking Dead when they turned up. That is very, as, as someone who I said is watching The Walking Dead, that yeah. is every plot from the past, like, four seasons, just different versions of that plot. And there was a, I, re- I felt a real sense of unease with that, especially when he, one of the, the men, who turns out to be Scoot McNary, because when we came out of the cinema, the, Scoot McNary's name came up, and I was like, where was he? But he's one of the um, the hideously thin and uh, traumatised people. But when he um, takes her off, he like essentially takes some of her clothing off and yeah. puts the thing. And I thought, oh, God, please, please do not take this into some sort of abusive plot where they're taking this young girl away and they're all older men. Yeah. I just, I felt my stomach turn because I thought, please don't put that into this sort of film. But I loved how... Killian Murphy devised the escape, and and then I see I didn't pick this up. This when they got to the island, and the island's like some sort of paradise. Yes. Did you get that the whole point of the the reason that the island was okay was because the creatures can't swim? Yes. I didn't get that. I can understand why you didn't. It's very subtle. The, one of the creatures dives off a boat yeah. and then just never reappears. Oh, and right. I think like that's what I said. The economics of storytelling in mm. this is so good because because I know he's behind him and he's swimming away really quickly. But I didn't feel any. I just thought, oh, he got away. Mm. Mm. Going back to the on the marina. Yeah. Um, this will mean nothing to you, but this is for anyone listening who's ever seen. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I honestly thought they'd cast the guy who plays cricket. As the um, as the main man who turns out to be Scoot McNeary, uh, who's this guy who, in the f- in the early seasons, he is a priest who's obsessed with D. Uh, he's formerly been in love with her. He leaves the priesthood and life goes on. Over the seasons, his face gets burned off. He becomes feral. He becomes addicted to drugs. And by the end of it, he looks like... Perfect for a podcast. That. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, fair yeah. Just look up cricket. It it's looks, always yeah. funny. In, <laughs> it's always funny in Philadelphia. Oh, it's always funny. Which it is. Um, sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah. How did the aliens get across the island? Were they on the clinging boat. on to the boat? Yeah, so they were on the boat, and the boat then drifted across to the island. Ah, I thought... Now, I the... don't know if it was by design. I thought the boat... <laughs> Steering it with the yeah, little yeah. But, you know, they are meant to be quite clever. Little so... captain's hat on. <laughs> little know, pipe like he Popeye. Hear, he can hear something, and then you see the boat, and you think, well, they are on... Of... Yeah, sorry, I understand that now. I thought it was a boat... I thought when Killian Murphy goes and sees the boat, I thought that was the boat they were on. And no, yeah. it was the boat they wanted to be on. He's, he, he's looking at it as if to say, oh my God, that could have been our boat, yes. but they're all over it. And then she picks him up because yes. she's already on a boat. And yes. it's like, oh great, she's now saving him. <laughs> you know what I thought? I thought, oh no, he's going to find out they're like, I don't know, something from the Wicker Man or something. Because when... He goes and he hears the noise and he's and yeah. I thought, or oh, maybe they've got one captured or there's people down there. And I thought it was going to be a horrible reveal that this paradise island was actually something awful and what they thought was salvation is actually, you know, not that at all. Uh, but no, they were just on a board. Still kind of weird about Killian Murphy's wife though, isn't it? I don't understand that bit. 
because he right earlier on he says she was very ill yes so he had to he when she started screaming because of the pain he had to leave her in the house and that was his essentially part of his trauma as well his kids have died but also he's had to leave his wife screaming in the house is that reveal meant to show us that he didn't actually do that at all that he brought her yes to this place that he was staying at that's that was my take on it and she has died yes because she's not dead by the monsters no she's, she's just so he was there looking after her so yeah is it where is the film suggesting to us that he was saying things to put them off yeah to say i left her and actually didn't that was my take on it i'm not entirely sure that's clear the fact i've had to think about that and that reveal just yeah i needed a bit more from okay. that fair enough yeah I'm- it worked for me. Yeah. Um, although I did think it was going to reveal that Killian Murphy was this odd soul, but um, yeah, d- yeah, I I did as well. I think all the way along, you're thinking, is he a baddie? Mm. Not not necessarily a baddie. A bit. He's gone. You know, gone in, gone in the mind, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that he's going to turn out to be someone that you don't really want to be hanging around with. Still might be. Well, you never know. Think we need a quiet place part three. It does seem to be. Almost like, is it setting it up, maybe setting it up for the big, you know, getting everyone across the world together to fight the aliens using the oh, alien I don't, aid technology. I don't want to see everyone but across I don't, the world. No, I don't either. I, I think this needs to be a very small story, yeah. like like the, ori- yeah. like, like the original, like this one was. Um, I, I don't, don't see how they can go. make, I don't yeah. think how they can make, because this is left with... The two groups apart, mm-hmm. a bit like Empire Strikes Back, sort of. Yeah. But there doesn't seem to be a full movie's worth of Emily Blunt. How do we get them back together? The mm. baby and the boy. I still don't yeah. know any of the names. Yeah. Um, going to the island because you would still, um, you would be able to get off the island, do your thing with all of your new technology to destroy the aliens to be able to go and get them, wouldn't you? New technology. You know, what I'm saying is your new technology to, like, the thing that you have created yeah, through yeah, the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. To And I don't, or, I don't know, I'm now thinking, you know, they've got the technology with them through the use of the big radio speakery thing mm. that the boy holds up to the alien at the end to maybe go out and explore a bit more and to, okay. um, if they've got that sound constantly... I mean, it'll drive everyone mad looking at us. But if they've got the contact, I think feedback, it's the lesser evil. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah lesser of two yeah. evils. Yeah. yeah, but if you've got that feedback pushing through, hmm. then maybe you're able to go out into the world and yeah, find. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't really think about the fact that they were apart. But like, you've got Killian, Mur- Killian Murphy still alive. He'll go back and find it. It's not like everyone's dead. And how are they going to find each other again? You know. But this doesn't end with a. This doesn't end with a, like... This ends with, oh, we've got two dead aliens. Yeah. Like, this doesn't end with any kind of... All of kind them of, kind of yeah, destroyed like, in like the mind. It, there's not a pan yeah. out of them going, yeah, well, we all need to find each other. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It, there is no finality to this. Hmm. Um, so right. I think we're in for a third one. I, I imagine it's probably but, been... I mean, to be fair, I know you're saying that I don't know how they're going to do that. I couldn't see what they were going to do with this plot line and i was really pleasingly surprised i got 30 minutes into the film and i thought where is this gonna go yeah okay you've met killian murphy but now now what 
now is it just going to be he's a baddie or not or you're you're going to be his i thought he was going to shove them all into that furnace and keep them locked in, you know and that then he'll have to try and escape and actually you weren't escaping from the aliens you were escaping from him and then that when he throws in that line about oh you don't know who's that you know you don't know what they've become and the whole idea of him not responding to John Krasinski's signals yes. where they could have all been together and they could have helped each other. I thought, oh, no, we're going to get that plot of, you know, we've said it a million times with the Walking Dead plot line of people who have, you know, created their own worlds and not necessarily good ones. And it's going to be them against these people. But we only got a flicker of that. So, I mean, they made a whole film out of this. I don't know what, what you know. Maybe if I'm I'm doubting whether they can get a third one out, but I'm sure they can. I think they'll find a way. Mm. If this makes money. If this makes yeah. money, yeah. yeah. I mean, the cinema wasn't massively... Obviously, it's not going to be packed. There were, what, sort of ten... Ten uh, couples? Probably, yeah. Ten couples Probably, that's in. about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. most people I mean, in twos. Friday lunchtime, it's yeah. not like yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not a prime not spot. And yeah. Yeah. There's plenty out at the minute, and I think mm. people are still a little bit hesitant to go out. Like, this has... This is the first big release that hasn't been out in a different form, I guess. Um, so we'll see how it goes uh, on the box office and see how many people are see people are willing to go to the cinema again. Um, how did you find the cinema? Oh, lovely. Um, it reminded me of when we went to Tenor. It was the same um, structure in terms of the sanitisation, the masks, the way that you get out because you don't go out by the same route anymore. You go straight out into the car park, essentially. Yeah. Uh, staff are lovely. I wasn't worried for one second. The only difference being now that you have to keep your mask on mask throughout on. the entire yeah. performance, yeah. apart from when you're eating your Rocky Road and drinking <laughs> your coffee, which I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that was seemed to be pretty well observed oh, yeah, by absolutely. everyone. I didn't see anyone being an idiot, you know. Yeah, no, no. Mm. Um, I'm, I hope people will start going because yeah. as, as long as they feel safe to do so. And we were in a, um, a cinema that had posh seats that reclined when you press little buttons, which we have great fun with. And they have a tray, essentially between. It's about being on an aeroplane, isn't it? Where you get your little tray that you you um that you share with the next. We person. don't have seats that comfy on an aeroplane. I'll no, tell you that. No, but now. you know, I went about the tray, the little tray in between the t- the two of you, um, that you can put your coat your coat on. <laughs> I'm not going to put my coat on there. You can put your drink on and your phone and all yes. of that sort of stuff. Not that we keep our phone on there for emergencies, but uh, you could normally you're meant to put your phone away. But we need to see just in case someone decides to have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no. <laughs> John Krasinski. Yes. Proper man crush. He's he's a hot man. A hot man? No, I should not say things like that. I don't that. think you can pull that I off. Think, no, I need to not edit that slightest. quickly, don't I? But yeah, he is such a good looking fella. Isn't he? When he appears at the beginning, he's got his little lumberjack shirt on, and I think he must have been. I wonder if he was filming Jack the Jack Ryan series because he's proper buff. Jack in the this. Ryan. Jack the Ryan. Yeah, Tom Clan. Is it Tom Clancy's yes, Jack Ryan? Yeah. I remember watching that scene, and he was all pumped up in that, but he's proper beefy in this, and he doesn't need seen to that. be. Is it? It was good. Yeah, it was a really good series. I don't really remember anything about it. It's obviously not stayed with me, but I enjoyed it as like a, just a. You know, Jack Ryan series. The premise Lee in The Quiet Place or mm-hmm. Jim in The Office? Oh, Jim in The Office, probably. Oh, really? Yeah, because it just reminds me of youth and happy times <laughs> and, yeah, and, and just, you know, looks to camera. He doesn't do quite as many in uh, A Quiet Place. 
Eh, fair enough. He looks very angry and and worried all the time in the Quiet Place and the Quiet Place Part Two. So I, I wonder like, why. I like to see him looking sort of less. Did you get the feeling that he was a police officer because he went up to the police officer who was in his uniform and he went, "What have we got going on?" Like as if he was in charge. Did you get that? Kind of, yeah. Because you, of course, you never know what they did for yeah. a living beforehand. But I really thought that was giving you an indication that he was a police officer and therefore had skills that would help him. But with... it seems largely like it's a small town yes. where everyone knows each other yeah. anyway. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It just it was that, it was sort of almost a commanding sort of like what have we got? And then him saying, the other guy was saying, director. You see, yeah, so yeah, yeah boss. I know, but say, oh, we've got things and giving him more information than perhaps he would give a member of the public. So I thought that was a nice sort of nod to what he might have done before okay. and how that had, you know, like having survival skills from that sort of role. So strong recommendation. Yeah, strong recommendation. Um, and yeah, then we'll be back. Something will be coming out next week. Yeah. Something what, I right? saw, one of the trailers was coming out next week. I saw um The Fathers coming out as well. That Anthony Hopkins... Um, Olivia Coleman. I really want to see that. Yeah, I would really like to see it. Is that you being sarcastic? Or no, 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 oh, I really no, no, no. want to see it. I, thought I you really, really, really want to see, see it. Wink, wink. But yeah, when I was in the loo, I saw a, I saw a, a poster for it, and I'm sure it said something like the 11th of June. Uh, so that might be one yeah. of the next ones coming out. So nobody's out next week, and oh, the right. father. That's a right. double bill. Yeah, isn't it? Wow. Oh well, see what see whether we get to one of those. I will be. <laughs> All you. right. All right then. Thanks very much. <laughs> right right well thanks a lot for listening everyone thanks for listening everyone please drop us a follow on instagram or twitter at the not at the quiet place no not at the quiet place <laughs> at no. the honeymoon pod that would be an intellectual property problem and if you would like to leave us a review that'd be much appreciated it really helps people find Did you the say podcast you'd like to lose a review leave us a review oh leave us a, i thought you said we'd like to lose a review but yeah leave, leave us a review that yes. would be lovely on apple podcasts and places like that anywhere that you can leave a podcast <laughs> yeah. no anywhere that you can leave a review oh the... yeah let, let's stop now while let's we're stop ahead. now yeah <laughs> i think we're behind <laughs>